Hello friend. Welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter and I'm joined with Connor. Hey guys. We are going to talk about Mr. Robot Season 2 Episode 8. It's called Eps 2.6 underscore successor dot P12. We don't know what Not the it. extension is now. Okay. Uh, full spoilers for the episode as always. There. <laughs> I want to point out that one of the, not the first line, but one of the first lines of this episode is Darlene saying, or someone else, one of the other ones saying to Darlene, we were expecting Elliot, and she's like, no, nah, it's just me or whatever. And I'm like, huh. That's really, really sums up the episode, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> like, I have to say, it was a, a ballsy move, avoiding Elliot entirely, after last week. A little bit. I was expecting him to walk in at the end. Yeah, but, but nothing at all. But there was a moment. There was actually a moment in the middle when I thought he was about to walk in, but it wasn't him that walked in. And you know, mm, yeah. Um, I, I was expecting like a moment at the end when he sort of walks in and it was going to be like this thing, but obviously it didn't happen. And we focused entirely on Darlene and F Society and also a bit of Angela and a bit of Dom. Um, one thing I want to point out about the timeline here is this episode is set in the middle of the last episode. Yeah, because in the last episode. Dom mentioned something about it on July 4th the next day, and then later on when we see the 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 balls from the bull on TV drop through the thing, that was July 7th. Yeah. And, and there was also a line about uh, the woman from this episode not showing up to a meeting. And it's because uh, she'd already been killed. Yeah. So, um, that didn't click right away. It, it was only just, because when they mentioned it was July 4th, I went, oh yeah, someone said last episode it was July 4th tomorrow. But then mm. I'd forgotten that it skipped time ahead, like the time it finished. So, uh, that's interesting, first of all. Yeah, it all works out, because last week was like entirely Elliot. Yeah, yeah. And then this, it just it's just the two sides at the same time, basically. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so we focus on Darlene and F Society, and they make a new video, they listen to this FBI conference call. Leak all this information about the FBI surveying people illegally and so on. Gets the FBI in a lot of trouble. And then the woman whose house they are living in for the time being just saunters in the front door. And, oh shit, we have to deal with this now. And um, Joanna's still the scariest character on the show, but Darlene gave it a good run for her money. Uh, she's, she's she's getting up there, isn't she? She, she gave it a bloody good go in that scene. Um mm. Really bloody good go, but it became clear what she was going to do when she started talking about her laughing. You know, with the women laughing at the uh, the hearing for E Corp back in like the nineties when her dad's case was. All I, it was as soon as she brought up her being a kid and E Corp and that stuff. It was like, uh this is not going according to everyone else's plan. No, no, this was about to go very badly. Um, I, I'll admit I'd forgotten the woman had a heart condition because that was brought up. I think in the first episode way back when yeah I'd forgotten as well I'd forgotten and I was like wait did she just did the, the, the spark knock her out and that's why she's dead because she's in the pool and she's not conscious to well I mean you see people with tasers and stuff where they they spasm about a bit and they lose control for a few seconds yeah yeah and that, that, that could be enough to drown you anyway to be honest yeah but you know, that's what I was sort of thinking: right, how exactly did this kill her? But then, meant, oh, she got a heart condition. All oh, right, fair enough. It was just Zolt, and she's gone because her gone. heart can't take it. Uh, so f fair, fair play. That's me not remembering a detail from episode one. Not, yeah. Not the show uh, uh, being sloppy with its. Uh, no, it was there the whole time. Methods of death. Um, 
all that was great stuff because we opened with that flashback with uh, Mobley and Trenton um, when they first meet and they realise that they're both there to see Elliot or yeah. ends up being Darlene. But and I like the, uh, the reference, the first scene of the first episode as well. Yeah, I like that too. It was the speech that Elliot says to us at the start of the first episode. Yeah, and then just after, just before that they talk about uh, Ron's coffee shop as well. Like That's where they are and they talk about the one with the really fast Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Elliot is at the start of the first episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that first scene. Yeah. So now nah, it was a lot, a lot of fun, like connective tidbits in that opening scene. Um, and I thought I did a good job of following all these characters because uh, Mobley's like sort of increasing paranoia as the episode was going on was really good. Uh, and when he goes home, and when they leave after they find out that Darlene's like, ac- well, air quotes, accidentally killed the woman. And he's like getting the pizza guy to like go in and check the house, and you know, yeah. and we see Trenton at her family's house, and she hears a noise and looks outside, and you get that sense that they just don't feel safe. Oh my god, the tension at that point, the music's like ramping up, and yeah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and then it's kind of a weird feeling of relief when you realize, oh, it's just the FBI, because you're kind of thinking worst case scenario, you're thinking Dark Army, you're thinking what's what happened to Romero is going to happen to them. But at the same time, when Dom walks in the room and sits down in front of Moby, like, oh god, maybe this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, can, can can he really take her? Yeah. And we find the origin of his uh, his hacker name. I like it. Because he was a fan of a DJ called Mobley who had no fans, basically, but him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, I think it's it's a real testament to this show, like, how far this group of characters have come. Because I didn't realise how much you, like, cared about these particular characters. You know, the F Society group as much. Mm. Until you have an episode without Elliot at all, and it doesn't suffer one bit. Yeah, I I agree. I'm not going to say I didn't miss him because he's Elliot, but sure, he's still our lead character, and he's what we're kind of there for. But the show as a whole didn't suffer from taking a break from it. Well, no, I'm I'm always for episodes of shows where they actually focus on different characters. Yeah, for good storytelling reasons, not just randomly, but and as long as the characters are compelling enough. Um. Sometimes I even like it when they do that and it's a new character that you've never met before. That's mm, been done that's... very well in some shows. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So so Dom puts it all out on the table trying to scare him, but uh, partly because of what they leaked from the FBI conversation, they're under a lot of pressure not to be doing anything off book, like to, you know, obeying the rules and they're technically holding him without any... Like, literally all she has on him is that his... This flyer, the hacker name, and like him making this website on Angel Fire, which, by the way, I've not heard the name Angel Fire in a long ass time. It's been a while. So, it's she just she he has to leave, and he warns Trenton, tells it to meet him at the coffee shop, and then doesn't show up. Mm, see, I, it feels like a like a, a honeypot trap there. Like, maybe the FBI got something and they're watching her. I don't know. Really? I I, I feel like maybe Dom went off book anyway and she followed him and she's watched the setup. Okay. Well, that's different from what you just said. At least I interpreted that differently. So, what are you saying? Are you saying he didn't go in because he thought he was being followed or he didn't go in because he thought she was being followed? Which one? 
Neither. I think that he. I think that, <laughs> that's what you just no, said. No, no, no. As in, he set it up, but then she confronts him, and then some, and then she does something to him. Maybe ties him up. I don't know. She could go really off book, and then she, and then she goes and stakes out the lookout to see what she. Oh, does. Wait, so are you seeing Dom that's like had more interaction with him? Yeah, that we didn't see. Okay. Because he's two hours late, right? It right. is what we see. Right. Okay. So I think she's gone and done something there. Okay. Right. We got to the bottom of that theory then. We did. It took me five minutes. It's early, okay. You could be right. Admittedly, two hours could just mean he just never showed up and she's just been sitting there for two hours. Like The time difference may not actually be... Could be. ...relevant in and of itself. I'm not sure. Um, I would expect that something... My, my instinct is that something happened to him. Whether it was Dark Army, whether it was the FBI grabbing him mm. for another reason, Dom doing something off book, um, I'm not sure. I'm more inclined to think the Dark Army because of how the episode ends. That's fair. Because the episode ends... So after Darlene and... Uh, what's his face? Cisco take care of the body uh, at the... <laughs> At the, the, dog the dog pound, which you know, I kind of I'd forgotten about it until they showed up again. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this from last season. Yeah. But then it was that perfect metaphor where he was like, oh, all the dogs ended up back here anyway. So yeah. it's kind of like saying everything you did was just pointless. Yeah. They so they get rid of the body. They go back to his place to spend the night because he says, oh, you can't be alone tonight. Blah 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 blah. And he's surveying her in her sleep. He's got the webcam pointed at her with a camera, and. He's messaging the Dark Army, and it's in Chinese, we get subtitles. Whether or not Darlene can read it, I'm not sure. Maybe she doesn't need to, because she sees surveillance of herself and Chinese writing. That's enough, maybe, for her to be suspicious. <laughs> like, Quite possibly. But then I wouldn't put it past her to have... I wouldn't either. I wouldn't no. either. It just never came up if she can... No, it's a sort of skill. I can see her having given that she's always been the one with the contact to the Dark Army. Hmm. Maybe. Uh... But it specifically said, we get subtitles, of course. She, you know, she, I've got her here now, and I think it was another line, I can't remember. But They talk about the the, um, the server thing for the FBI. Mm. So, so Darlene's in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> and then she smacks him with a baseball bat. She smacks him with a baseball bat, and that's how we end the episode, which I was... And I was expecting Elliot. This whole time, I was expecting a moment at the end where Elliot comes swooping in. So when it cut to the credit, I was genuinely a little bit surprised. Which is why I think it was so ballsy, because you spend the whole episode expecting it, True. and then it doesn't give it you, so it's like, interesting. Which makes me think next episode we're going to flip back over to Elliot at the start, and he will come into whatever the the, the fallout is from this. Yeah, I think this is where they converge now. Yeah, we will learn what happened after this from Elliot's point of view. Um, it would even surprise me if the timeline somewhat overlaps again, and we start... Like, if this... No, no, I can't because the last episode ended the latest in the timeline, so probably not. But you know, I just yeah. But anyway, um, so that was that one. One last thing I want to point out about Darlene. Um, well, a couple of things I want to point out. Just from a character perspective, the way she spoke about not feeling anything or not feeling bad on the train afterwards. Mm. I do think, um, like part of the. The inner conflict that might happen from this is if Elliot finds out in his reaction to it. Because Elliot's got a very strong moral code. Which yeah. is which is why I think even if... Now, admittedly, I'm still... 
I still maybe suspect that he had something to do with uh, Romero's death. I do think it's more likely to be Dark Army. I think there's still a possibility that it's Mr. Robot, rather than Elliot himself. But let's assume for a second it wasn't him. I'm inclined to almost think that maybe Mr. Robot or Elliot, regardless if he's himself or Mr. Robot, still has that like, sure, when he's Mr. Robot, he is a lot more harsh and he will do he will cross the line a much further than he would as himself. But I'm inclined to think that maybe that strict moral code somewhere along the line might still be in place. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, just a question on the timeline there. You're talking about uh, Romero. When when he was killed, had Elliot had access to the website by that point? Well, no, but we don't know how long he'd been dead. And we don't know how long Elliot had been in jail. That's true. But... No, but even, even, I'm not even suggesting that he did it himself by hand, but like... No, no, I was just wondering if he'd had access to the website already at that point. He yeah. could have bought a hitman. Uh, I mean, yeah, he also had a phone, which, I mean, he'd have to be speaking code, I guess, but... Yeah, I'm know. sure it's been done before. Um, admittedly, because of everything that's happened since, I'm, I'm less inclined to think that he had something to do with it. Yeah. But uh, still a possibility. Still, it's still out there. Um, so I'm just... I'm, I'm curious to see how that... Elliot finding out about this... And Darlene's lack of moral in this situation is I'm I'm curious to see how that sets up against each other. Yeah, that should be fun to watch because obviously they have a, an odd relationship to say the least. Mm-hmm. But there's always been like a, something between them. Obviously, that even before we knew the relationship, there was always those two more together than anyone else of F society. Yeah. And the other thing with Darlene that I want to mention, the thing that will probably get her caught. Go on. The videotape that breaks and she takes her mask off on camera. Yeah. We don't see how they dispose of that. I'm inclined to suspect that that whenever they wiped down the house and did whatever, that that's exactly the sort of thing that might have been missed. The only thing I can give them is it was a like video cassette, right? Mm-hmm. They're very easy to destroy and get rid of. They are, they are. But it, I, I'm just assuming that maybe they may have missed it because they left it to Trenton to go and take care of. That's true. If they missed it entirely, yeah. then yeah. But if it, it's easy thing to destroy those. It so. is, but like if if it's still there, yeah, the tape's broken, but they can take the tape out and you know, yeah. if, you, if you've got the equipment to do it, you can still see what's on it. Yeah, just uh, just just put it in some fire. That's that's your trick for these things. Just melt the tape entirely. Then it's fucked. Yeah, which they may have done, but this also was right before all the shit went down with the women coming yeah. home. So, so maybe they forgot. So, like, and all that, like, commotion, I could completely buy that they missed that. No, I get it. I get it. Presumably so, the reason the reason they use VHS in the first place is because it's so easy to destroy them. Hmm. Yeah. But I can see how they could have missed it in this situation. Yeah. Right, so that's uh, Darlene in F Society. Uh, jump over to Angela, who <laughs> was on a date on the 4th of July uh, with some random dude who then later turns out to be someone from the FBI who was trying to get information out of her or some such. And there's not a whole lot of progression from her, but we do have a couple of really interesting scenes. One is where she runs into a friend of her dad's who... <laughs> Is very aggressive with her. It's one way I put it. 
well, I mean, yeah. Uh, very hostile because of where she works now. And then she turns around. And it's almost like she's tried to flip tables with people repeatedly, both before and after this. Because obviously the scene from last week where she was in the meeting and tried to, you know, get the the information on the on the case from years ago. Yeah, and we saw her try and play Philip a, a few weeks yeah. ago. And they've both failed miserably. I wonder, because this was set before that scene from last week, I wonder if her picking on an easy target like this yeah, was... some co- false confidence. Yeah, some false confidence to do it, because she turns around and she's like, what, are you a plumber? Now, first of all, a plumber is actually a fairly well-paying job. <laughs> they are, but... It's not six figures. It's not six figures, but you know, a plumber is a it's a trained skill, so it, it tends to actually pay better than a lot of jobs. You know, it's a you know something you have to actually train to do. But anyway, yeah. um, that sounds like I'm defending someone. I don't actually know any plumbers. <laughs> Me either, but it's a it's a profession, isn't it? They tend yeah. to they do tend to pay better. Um, but she turns around and look. Oh, I've got a six figure salary. I'm twenty seven, and you're like you know nearly sixty, and you you, you know. You're still making what you made like thirty years ago. I whatever. think the exact phrase is "you literally clean shit for a living." That that, that was probably the pinnacle of our, our argument. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a good argument to be fair. If you're going to go for it. True. True. I mean, had had he been quick in his feet, he might have hit back. Well, no, that's really only one element of the job. I mean, in actual fact, I also fix showers, which you know <laughs> have nothing to do with shit. Uh, the sink in the bathroom or the sink in the, the kitchen nothing to do with shit what, you, you what, hope you know well I mean I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's been called out to some weird houses in his time yeah um, honestly folks just think of your plumber don't shit in the sink alright yeah it's good life advice right there <laughs> um, and then the other scene is that she apparently has a thing for older men uh, she which um and she just casually flirts with this old guy who mentions he's got a granddaughter. Yeah. Well, well, she brings up the granddaughter, doesn't she, as a joke, and he like is like, well, yeah. Yeah. But then she goes goes with it anyway, and that's the last we see of her. Um, but I, I think ultimately most of her stuff was just showing how like where she was in this like at this space and time. She's like right in the shitter. She looks like shit. She was drunk the moment we seen her. You know, yeah. like she's. She did a surprisingly decent karaoke performance. She did. I like the way that intercut with them, with the society dealing with the uh, the situation at the time. Yeah, it was they good. Were, they were trying to like hack, you know, the women's emails and stuff. I, I can't remember her name, which is why I keep calling her the women. But they're, they're hacking her emails and they're trying, trying to find, to find her. dirt on her. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a reasonable plan. It was. Do you know what? For the first half of Darlene's conversation with her, I thought she was sticking to the plan, just intimidating her in her own way. Yeah, but like, she was, she you know, was, like a, a good cop, bad cop sort of thing, where she's like, they want to do this. Yeah, but but she, but she was going to get to what the dart was, and then like re, like flash it in her face and be like, look. That's what I thought it, she was going to do until it got personal. Yeah. <sighs> Dear. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, obviously, a couple of scenes of Dom dealing with things outside of the. Uh, because like, she she uh, interviews the guy from last season uh, where Darlene got the gun, um, yeah, and so on. Uh, again, a little connective tissue, but that was the that was the gist of the whole thing. Uh, solid episode. Yeah, not one of the best, but still very good. Yeah, 
solid. It was nice to. It was a weird time in the season to do it, but it was a nice. It was nice to focus on the other characters. Yeah, definitely. And I think now that we've got that out of the way, no, well, not out of the way, but now that that's done, we can bring everything together and start moving towards the end game for the season. I think because mm, we do have four episodes left, three weeks of episodes because the last two are going to air together as a two-parter. Um, three weeks and then return to feeling empty for a year <laughs> well luckily the network fall season is starting soon after but yes otherwise yeah. yes feeling empty for a year hey you never know Westworld could fill this void <sighs> could, it, could it can anything fill this void it may it may not be Mr. Robot but it <laughs> might fill the void so there you go uh, let us know what you think in the comments and stuff below uh, thoughts theories and all that jazz uh, like and subscribe helps us out a lot thanks very much for watching we will see you next time.